welcome to episode 27 of Ardent Run Club. I'm Tommy, I'm your host, and today I'm joined by a coach based in the North East. He coaches long-distance athletes from Jarrow and Heaven, including Mick Thornton, who he had a couple weeks ago. Lots of experience, plenty of stories. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming Alan Weirs. How you doing, Alan? How's your day been? I'm good, thanks, Tommy. Yeah, um, I've been out in a cycle race today. Um, so I was a bit tired after that, but I'm fine. That's good. So, That's good. Staying healthy, keeping, keeping yourself yeah. fit. Important, isn't trying. it? Trying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so Alan, um, we'll get into it. I guess you've been, we start like this. Um, you've been coaching in some capacity for uh, quite a few years now, but before you were a coach, you were yeah. an athlete. Yeah? So what sort of things did you do? What did you specialize in? Um, and what sort of events did you compete in? Yeah, I would probably say like the half marathons was the one I specialized in because um, we've done quite a few of them, quite a few from the club. You know, we used to get together and uh, do like the team events. Mm -hmm. it was, That's cool. Yeah, it was good. That's awesome. And so... Um, what were like your PBs in that in that sort of event in the half marathon? What was your PB? Yeah, my PB for the half marathon was six sixty nine twenty four. I done that in the Great North Run. Sixty nine twenty four. Yeah, that's many moons ago. <laughs> <laughs> and did you ever go into marathons? And did you even do shorter races like fives and ten k's as well? Yeah, I done like a five. Didn't do many five k's on the, on the road. I done mm -hmm. one or two. 5Ks on the track. I mean, my best for the 5K on the track was 1520. Um, wow. Me 10K was 3157. 10 mile 5157. And the marathon, two hours 29. Oh, wait. So you, you have some pretty impressive PBs. You must be proud of all of that. That's awesome. I am, actually. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was good, but it's, the marathon time. Is like a club record and stood for like 33 oh. years and wow. I would love for someone else from the club for to take that because it's been a long time standing yeah well we'll see we'll see I guess it's down to who who's up for it and yeah, yeah. that's the work they're willing to put in but that's amazing so if we take it back to the beginning when you were getting into running actually what did get you into running and how, how old were you um I was uh, I was eleven when I was approached by like the founder of the club, Jaron Heaven, Bob Charlton. Mm -hmm. He's like the secretary of the club. Um, and after watching us running a school race, <clears throat> um, he, he asked us for uh, if I would be interested in joining the club. Yeah, it's a chance. That's amazing, and. So from 11, is did you start competing competitively straight away or did you have to like ease yourself into it? What was it like? I want to start it straight away. Um, yeah. I ran uh, in the, it used to be called the Colstroy race back then. <laughs> yeah. Because like I say, it was 1969 when I first started. Mm. It was, like I say, the Socials Road Race. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. That's amazing. And did you realize you were good at running then, or did it take some time to get into it, into, into the realization? Well, how I got into it was I was 
So it was crazy. I was running around the block. Yeah. Um, block of houses. Mm-hmm. And we actually like, formed teams. And when I was running yeah. around the houses, I thought, well, I quite enjoyed doing this. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. That's so cool. So it's it's not necessarily like you're, ah, I got to the track and I started running and I realised I had it. It was more like um, the the running was already a hobby. It was something that you enjoyed doing and um, Mm -hmm. just continue to pursue that and grow in that. And so you said you started competing straight away. What was junior races like? How um, did how did it differ to, to, I guess, senior races and when you, I guess, started taking it more seriously? Yeah, I mean, the, the Colts races, and the, I went from Colts to boys to youths, mm-hmm. then the seniors, but the, like you say, the, the, when I was in the Colts and the boys, they were, as they are now, like shorter races. Yeah, seniors. yeah. 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 And... Um, it was tough because we had some like tough competition at the club, you know, we had some good good lads back then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I guess as you grew up and continued to to race through the juniors and um through the boys category and into the senior categories, what were your favorite events that you did? Um like be it year in, year out, and then out of all of the events you did, what was your number one that you enjoyed the most? Are you talking about as a senior? Yeah, well, I guess what were the ones that you enjoyed um, as a junior, and then as a senior, what was the one you enjoyed the most? Um, as a junior, I would say the eight hundred, mm-hmm. eight hundred meters. Yeah, I think the best time for that was just slightly over uh, two minutes, two or one. Yeah. Well, say the when I got to a senior level, it was like the half marathon, which I enjoyed. Mm. Do you have a favorite half marathon race? Um, I used to like uh, one called the Flymore Half Marathon, mm-hmm. which is, I think, I think I'm not 100% sure, maybe being over on Peter Lane, people might put me right on this, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was around that area. Yeah, that's amazing. And so you did that half marathon, you've done the Great North Run, did you compete in them all over the country or was it mainly northeast sort of based? I've done like a marathon over in France. It was called the Esson Marathon. Yeah. Um, I've done the Paris to First Sale. Wow. Was, I think in the 90s. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Done a few races. I mean, I've done one down, down uh, Yorkshire, the Bingley Half Marathon. I've done a few yeah. over, over in the country, you know. So. Yeah. And so you, you mentioned earlier your PB is 69.24 and you did that at the Great North Run. Yeah. What about that race, about that run that you did, was what made it like a perfectly executed race or a really well-executed race that you were able to run and knock out such a good time? Um, well, I, I managed to get in with, like, with, a, with a group people who were round about the same standard um, and there was also another lady who was running for Australia called Lisa Martin mm-hmm. and she was in in the group so I tried tried to hang on to her and she was like the first lady yeah to finish right. so, yeah hung on to her and 
there's, there's an, also another lad from the running club called David Lauer. Mm. Um, so I was trying to beat him or him also. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's kind of that. Oh. <laughs> so it's kind of that. So it's kind of the healthy composition. Ah, <laughs> oh, on the line. That's cr- oh, Yeah, yeah. That. So it's kind of a healthy competition and um, like the 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 fact that you guys are pulling each other along um, is one of the things that helps you, I guess, achieve that that master yeah, in your career. Good competition, you know. It's uh... yeah, yeah, bro. On the flip side of that, what's like the worst race that you competed in? The one that was just executed poorly, and the conditions uh, weren't right or whatever. I would say the killing was it. Um... Mm-hmm. It was just too hot for me. The, so, what sort of event nine, is the Killingworth Eight? It's an eight miler, um, which uh-huh. was was actually held at night, but it was red hot. I just it was too much, and the heat was too much for us. And yeah, yeah. it's tough. Yeah, did you finish it? I finished it. Uh, I yeah, think I finished tenth. I think I could have, I would have, well, I know I would have done a lot better, if, obviously, if I hadn't have uh, stopped and walked. Oh, was it that bad? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The heat, <laughs> the heat is underestimated, especially, like, being in the northeast, yeah, it doesn't get that hot here that often. So, training for heat is not the easiest. So, mm. yeah, that must have been, a sh- like, a shock. Dang. Oh, well. Well, I guess, is there anything that you could kind of learn from that, uh, from that experience? Um, probably take a bit more water on when it's, you know, when you got hot weather. Yeah. Um, I mean, the job I had at the time, it was like a physical job, mm. and that didn't help because the area where I was working, it was you had like the the sun which was coming beating down on you. Yeah. Like indoors, so it was, I was quite drained oh. after that as well. Already. So that didn't yeah. Help. Fair. So, speaking of like um, the lessons that you took from your from your races, you obviously would have had to implement that into your training and into um, just what you were doing to prepare for the next event. So, with regards to training, what was your week like? Because I remember when we got to catch up um, last week, you said that you used to do a lot of mileage. Yeah, I used to do. Say when I was training for the marathons, um, even before the marathons, I was I was doing about seventy mile a week. Mm-hmm. Um, when I, I peaked for the like mileage wise, um, I did about hundred mile a week, which was the most I've ever done. Then I tapered off after that for a couple of weeks before the race. Wow, weekly mileage of an average seventy, but it got up to a hundred. And when you were doing that, did you feel like um, the volume helped when when it came to actually competing for the marathon and the half marathons? Yes, definitely. Um, yeah. It was, I mean, there was a lad who used to live across the road from us and he used to knock me door all the time for to go for a run, which is crazy. Yeah. Even when I wanted to be off, come on, just, let's go out. <laughs> So that's that's good because you had that person to to go with you, and then did that match into your tra- training with the club as well, or was that just a completely separate thing? 
that was a separate thing. I mean, when we used to go to the club, it was like a Tuesday, Thursday, and a Sunday. Mm-hmm. On a Sunday, we were yeah, early stalls, we do it at 10 o'clock. And, and uh, I think, say, if I was training for the marathon, it could be um, 20 miles in the morning. And on a night time, I'd do five, six miles on a night. That's crazy. That's a lot of work. Twenty miles <laughs> That's amazing. So a hundred miles was the peak, you said, and seventy miles a week was your kind of your average. Um, when you were doing all of this, right? Did you have any of? You, did you have any favorite sessions and any most disliked sessions? Um, favorite session, I would say, was uh, when we used to do twenty four hundreds. Twenty four hundreds. Yeah. One minute recovery. One minute recovery. Yeah, yeah. Goodness me. Okay. And you enjoyed that. What? I did. Yeah, it was one of my favorite. Uh, it sounds uh, <laughs> crazy. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I did. Do you ever give yeah, that I mean, session to anybody nowadays? No. Um, <laughs> Not trying to kill them. No, no, I don't think many would take, would take it up. No. <laughs> we, did it, we had a good we had a good group, you know, and yeah. Uh, we all stuck at it, you know, because uh, like you say, we were we were good at big half marathons and ten mile as well. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you're knocking them out about sixty eight, sixty nine seconds. That's amazing. Consistently. Jeez. And so if you enjoyed that, I would hate to know what you actually enjoyed. I mean, sorry, that you, what you didn't like. I didn't actually have a least favourite session. No, you just, just all about that. Um, yeah. The toughest one I had was uh, 10 by ten by 800. Ooh. Um, the 30 second recovery. Oh, my goodness. Did you do that frequently? Um, no, not not. Frequently, it was just like when I was leading up to a marathon. Ten by eight hundred with a thirty-second recovery. Goodness me! And so, when did you did you set that yourself, or did your coach set that sort of thing for you? Um, it was there's a man called Alan Story. Yeah, he's a he's a British marathon coach. Yeah, that that was after you know um, after I'd stopped uh, going to the group because it was it was actually getting a bit too much for me because the, the athletes were quite a lot faster than me and mm. the job I had at the time was taking us two on us so I right. couldn't really go down it and it was a bit where they used to meet up was like Gateshead Stadium yeah it was a bit of my area as well you know. Which is, I mean, it's not too bad, but when I didn't finish work till late and having to go and do a late hard session, it was, I think, this tool on us. Yeah, yeah, no, it makes sense. I understand that. And but but he he was giving you the sessions to do, or you were following what he was saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's nuts. Ten eight hundreds of a thirty second rest. Wow. Now that that does show a lot of grit and determination to complete that and to finish it. So, 
Um, sounds like you guys had a good team and like motivating each other, pulling each other on. Sounds really good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was thought he wasn't coaching. Um, like Jaron had an athlete. I just um went along for the. Well, I asked him if I could join with his sessions. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. It was <laughs> yeah, I bet. Goodness me. Um and so as as an athlete, did you have any goals when you were competing? Yeah, I just wanted to I wanted to win the marathon and I wanted to break two thirty for the marathon. Which um which I did and I was quite happy with that. That's uh, brilliant. Yeah. That's huge. Win the marathon and break two thirty. That sounds. That's just like. That just sounds like stuff that a lot of people would never would never say. So kudos to you for actually being able to do that. That's something that you should be really proud of. Yeah, I'm. I aimed for that, you know, and I was I was pleased. Well, more than pleased that I managed to do it. Yeah. Did you have any reasons why you wanted um, those goals specifically? Um, like I said, I just dreamt of winning, like yeah. race, you know, and it was, I came close a couple of times, um, finishing second in races for, was, well, one of them was the Tyndale, Tyndale half marathon, mm. and one other race, which I can't, I can't remember <laughs> the name of. Yeah, <laughs> that's brilliant, that's so awesome, and I guess transitioning then, why did you decide to hang up your your running shoes and your spikes and pick up the the clipboard to become a coach? And when did you do that? Um, well, I hung up the trainer in the eighties because I had a really bad injury, and I was told by a, a consultant um, I wouldn't be able to compete again with the oh. uh, with the injury. I wanted to stay in the sport because uh, it's been good to me for, you know, and I have plenty of happy memories and those who didn't want others to go through, uh, go through really bad, bad injuries like I did. Oh. So I just took a practical written, practical and written exam in, uh, in the 90s. Yeah. And so how long have you been coaching for now then? Um, on and off for about seventeen years. On and off. Why do you say on and off? Because I had a bit of a break. Um, I think it was after about two, three years. Um, I see, I had a, like, a few personal problems. Right. So I say, uh, yeah. Um, and take a step back for a bit. Yeah. No, that makes sense got to handle personal issues don't you um but then so when you were um when you were getting into coaching did was jaron heaven just the the one just because that's the club you grew up with and 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 were with for the whole life is that is that why you chose it yeah uh, see i've been there since i was 11 and yeah i couldn't see he's been at any other club if i'm honest really wow that's amazing and so what was the club like when uh, compared to, what was it like um, compared to when you were an athlete uh, when you started coaching? 
Was there much different? Um, no, I had some really good athletes. Um, I think there's a lad called Brian Langley who used to take seniors. Mm -hmm. um, he decided to move away from the area. And he says to me, he says, oh, well, you might as well take a group mobile, and, you know, because I'll not be here, I'll not be coming anymore. I says, oh, okay, really? yeah, no problem. But for some reason, nobody wants to stop coming down. Hey. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. Do you, do you remember your first coaching session? Um, to be honest, I mean, there was another lad there um, who I used to coach with, and I just felt as though I wasn't, like, part of it. Um, right. Um, I felt as though it was his group and not my group. Mm. And I... I wanted my own group, you know. Yeah. And so did you did you leave his group for saying and start up your own one? Um, like I say, I had a like a few uh, problems. Like yeah. Problems. So that's around the time I'd left. Mm-hmm. So like I did go back later on. Yeah. And how did you build up your group then? When you came back? Um, well, when I went back to the club, uh, see if things started to change. Um, the lad called Phil Crowley, who yeah. was chairman of the club at the time. And I see some, I said, well, there's no one coming down. I can't, I can't see the point of coming, coming back, me, you know? He says, well, just give it a bit of time, you know, and I'll try and get some, some interest. Yeah. yeah, that's what he did. He got some interest, and people started coming down. Wow! And you yeah. got to be their coach. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah brilliant. The group built uh, quite nicely, and like I say you only allowed one coach to twelve athletes. Right. So we had to like split the group because we had too many in the group. Wow. Was, that's awesome. Good. That's so cool. That's so so good. I'm glad to hear that um, that that works out um, in the end. And I guess as you as you continued through coaching, as you um, got more experience and got better at it, did you have any like favorite and memorable moments um, that have popped up so far? Yeah, I mean, I had plenty of uh, good, you know, brilliant moments. Uh, I think. The, uh, the best one for me was um, in the ladies team when we went to the Northern Cross Country at no Nosley. Mm. We won the we won for the it was the first time we'd ever won a medal there. Yeah. We won like the bronze medal. And just everyone went nuts when that happened. Uh, I was I was talking to Elaine about that. Um, Elaine Leslie in your group. I was talking to her about it. Um, the other day, and she said that she loved that was her favorite moment as an athlete as well, winning that bronze medal. Um, she said the conditions were horrible, um, were, but to be able to come—that's amazing. To be able to, that, yeah, that's something to be proud of for sure. To be able to come through and see the team do that, amazing. 
when he's over, other more something's there's a lot called Andy Byrne. He competed yeah. in the in the counties at uh, Loughborough. Yeah. Uh, after being selected by the area selectors, mm. he also picked up he picked up two gold medals, uh, one for like the six month team and one for an eight month sorry, a nine month team. Wow. So just uh, you've been brilliant that day. I was proud of him. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. Why why do you think you've stuck at coaching for for seventeen years? Why have you been in the sport so long? Yeah, I just wanted to give back to what um, you know the. I mean, I've enjoyed my time as an athlete. Mm. I just wanted other people to experience the same as what I've experienced. Yeah. You know, it makes of a. I mean, Elena probably kills it for saying this, like, you know, but uh, she was selected for the Intercounties herself when she was in that forward. Um, yeah. I mean, so, you know, when you think about it, age doesn't come into it. No. As long as, long as they're willing to put the word on. Yeah, exactly. You know. We've also got like four, four um, British masters. Yeah? Wow. Wow. Run it, Cardiff, Nottingham, Scotland, and Ireland. And I was quite lucky for to have three athletes from Andy Byrne, Elaine, and the last called Heather Robinson. Mm. They all got selected run for England in Ireland. Wow. That's awesome. And you got to lead that. You know, sometimes um, when I get to speak to some of the athletes uh, on this podcast, they say that. They just want to say a huge thanks to their coach because coaching out there um, Tuesday, Thursday nights in the cold, in the wind, in the rain, um, with your stopwatch and your clipboard, it's like it's not the most glamorous job, but the joy and, and the, the energy you bring to your athletes is something that is unmatched. And so personally, I want to say thank you for being a coach and um, for sticking at it and staying consistent in it because I know that yeah. well speaking to Mick he, he properly appreciates you and he wanted to say mm-hmm. it as well and he did I guess on his episode so yeah thank you yeah. perfect and the my next question I guess is what have you learned about yourself through running and through being a coach um I just learned, you know, that if you want something bad enough and you're prepared to work for it, it's achievable and never to give up on your dreams. Yeah. As shown by all your PBs winning the marathon and running a sub 230. (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) That's amazing. And I guess to shift the conversation, I guess kind of away from a running focus, still still geared towards it, but 2021, um, New Year, 2020 was a tough year for a lot of people. What was it like for you and how did you overcome your challenges? Um, well, hopefully now in 2021, we'll be able to get some races in. Uh, yes. Things being... You know, lifted a little bit. Uh, mm. um, yeah. I mean, it's been tough for myself, you know, I haven't been able to see any kids, any grandkids. So mm. I'm missing them, you know, and also 
as well as other people, you know, um, I'm sure other people are missing their families as well. Yeah. 2020 was like an awful year for me. Yeah. Say when you know, my wife lost her brother and I lost my dad, so I'm uh, doing the best. I'm sorry to hear that. But, I mean, I'm still here. You know, that's yeah. I'm still here. It's a life lost now. Brother. Mm. Life goes on. Yeah. Do you have, like, any sort of encouragement that you can give to kind of, I don't know, something that you picked up that that kept you going and that might be able to keep our listeners going as well? Um, I would say try and keep positive and, mm-hmm. and hopefully we get out of this soon. Yes. In fact, you want to stick to the rules. Yes. That's like, you know, early when the, when, when the restrictions are lifted. We'll be, we'll be late at the end of the tunnel at the end of the day. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you for sharing that. Well, look, Alan, we're going to get into our Find Your Fire round now. And our Find Your Fire round is just a few quick questions that I'm going to ask you that you can answer as quickly or in as much detail as you'd like. Um, it's just, I guess, to get more of a gauge and more of an understanding of who you are, what sort of things you like, and um, just your passion for running, I guess. So are you ready yeah. to get into it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So... My first question for you, what's more fun, coaching or running? Coaching. Awesome. What is a race that you always wanted to run when you were an athlete? The, the New York Marathon. I'd always done um, running in that race. Just I couldn't afford it with having like, a young family at the time. Mm. New York Marathon. There are a lot of good stories of the New York Marathon, actually. So it is like one of those massive, prestigious ones. So yeah, that'll be that's one to to run. Okay, what about a location that you always wanted to run in? What your favourite location that you did run in? Um, favourite location that I did run in was um, the Essen Marathon, which is in France. Yeah. And it was a, we had a at the time we had like a Two running clubs at the club it was one of them was obviously Jaron had an athletic club. Yeah. And the other one was like a what called the Jara Joggers. Yeah. And we all like, got together and had a trip over and to to the SR Marathon. It was good. Good weekend. That's awesome. That's pretty cool one. So now I want you to rank from best to worst in your opinion. Cross country, road racing, and track racing. Yeah, I would say cross country track. Uh, sorry, cross country road track. In that order, mad. In that order, yeah. Okay, fair, fair. When you were competing, did you have a post race meal? Yeah, I wouldn't say all the time, but uh, I used to like a pasta. Yeah, energy. Replenish that energy. Brilliant. Now, what about your favourite race that you've ever seen, be it in real life or on television, like at the Olympics or World Champs? It would have to be on TV when I was watching uh, Steve Cram break the world record in Nice in 1985, which he beat by millimetres, more or less. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
That's amazing. That's amazing. Must have been like a proper inspirational race as well. See um, a, a lad from the northeast do that. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. What a legend. Okay, my next question is: Who's your favorite athlete of all time? I see Laura Mua. She's just when you look around, she just grafts hard. You know. And yeah. She tries her best. And yeah. Yeah, she's a. Well, hopefully when the Olympics come around this year, hopefully she can she can get a medal and do something spectacular. I'm proper rooting for her as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Come on, Laura Mule. Uh, bro, did you do you do much reading or have you done much reading before? I don't really do loads of reading, but I do read like women books. Um, yeah, I've read the Charlie Spedden book, which was a few years ago, and I kind of seem to find that one now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I've, I've been um, reading like the the Daniels running formula. Mhm. Um, Interesting. Which is really good. You know, it gives a session. Um, it actually works out. Yes. Um, what sort of reps you should be doing for um, say, four hundreds or a thousand meters? Yeah. Um, to hit the time as you want, but you know your goal. Yeah. For a race. That's awesome. Sounds interesting. Sounds practical, which is good. Yeah. Nice. You wouldn't believe it. We call him Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite TV show and your favorite movie of all time? Um. I quite like um. Everybody Loves Raymond. I don't know if it's an American <laughs> program. Yeah. Uh, it's, I find that very funny. It's good. Yeah. And your favourite movie? Um, I like, there's a movie, movie called Peppermint. Um, which mm-hmm. is like a, a woman who goes to seek revenge on, on the people who killed, killed her husband in a no, I think it was a young lass. I think it was a young lass who killed her as well. Like, you know, so she went seeking revenge on them. Mm. And she killed them. Awesome. I don't have to name in the fact that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds interesting. Sounds interesting. <clears throat> yeah. Now, my next question is: Do you have anything on your bucket list that you want to that you want to do? Oh yes, I want to win the lottery. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's on a lot of people's bucket list of that. <laughs> uh, okay, and finally, do you have any hidden talents? Um, I wouldn't call it a talent, like, but I like to go fishing, uh, coast fishing. Oh, nice. I sometimes go over to France with my son. Yeah. Because um, I've got some big. Carp over in France. Mm. Yeah, so got to spend a bit of time with them, you know. Yeah, bro, that's awesome. Well, thank you for that, Alan. Um, just before we end, then I've got one last question. Do you have any advice for anybody who is getting into running and wants to be really good at it? Yeah, I would obviously join the, the, the local running club and get yourself a coach. Uh, to help realise that yeah, your dreams of becoming a really good runner. 
simple as yeah. get a coach. Yeah. Bro. Well, listen, guys. Firstly, a massive thanks to Alan for joining me today. Thank you so, so much. I appreciate every moment of it and the insights and the wisdom you've given us and some of the stories and experiences that you've been able to share. So thank you so, so much for joining me. I appreciate that, firstly. No problem. And secondly, guys, remember to follow Ardent Run Club on Instagram and at This Is Ardent on all social media for updates on this podcast and that's over here at Ardent. Subscribe to Ardent Run Club so you can be the first to know when weekly episodes come out and check out our new Ardent Performance running socks on Amazon. So before we end, Alan, do you have any last words? Um, no, I just think I thank you for, you know, inviting this uh, this for me. Uh, it's been a first for me. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I've enjoyed it. It's uh, been good to speak to you. It's been lovely to speak to you too, Alan. Thank you so, so much. Appreciate it. Awesome. Well, this has been Ardent Run Club episode 27 with Alan Weirs. I hope you learned something. I hope you've been inspired and I hope you find your fire. See you next time. Oh, 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 oh,